0: To a happy new year. It is the Crook and Candle podcast with I, Ozzy Anteus, and Trajan Anteus. Yep. And uh, we are back after two weeks. Uh, hopefully your Christmas celebrations and your New Year celebrations went well. Hopefully you didn't catch uh, a virus of unknown origin. Um, hopefully everyone is healthy and good and hopefully you got some good New Year's resolutions because we do uh, as well. Um, but before we start anything, I just want to do a quick little plug for our things. Um, we are basically on everything as far as our podcast goes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all that stuff, Apple Podcasts, uh, as well as we are on Twitter, Facebook, and pretty much anywhere else we can think of on social media that you can contact us, you know, and uh, all those links will be down below in the bio.link slash Podcast anyways let's uh let's start the new year off right how are you doing how am i doing i'm doing okay yeah it's the new year actually
1: i'm trying to maintain a positive mindset Mm -hmm. um we're all in this boat together uh the last couple years have had its ups and downs let's say
0: I think that sums it up pretty best,
1: or or a dumpster fire. Do we got a dumpster? Disappointed. Fire. <laughs> but yeah, the last two years have been sucky to say the least. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and at the end of this year, well, at the end of twenty twenty one, the last couple of months, mm-hmm. you know, Christmas and New Year's, but going up towards that, I it was I was in the
0: dumps. Yeah, same here. Um, and I'm not going to go too deep into it, but like, because because for those who actually have paid attention to the chronology of the podcast, if you've been listening for that long, if you're a new listener, thank you. Uh, you may not be aware of some of the things that I've said uh, in during this year or the last year, rather. But um, it's just family drama. Yeah, family drama. Which that's
1: which you know a lot. Everyone knows that, uh, especially around holidays. People that have kind of issues with family or a lack of family or are lonely Mm -hmm. get pretty depressed Yeah, because, you know, you want to feel appreciated and loved and all these things. Mm -hmm. And when you don't get that and everyone around you is kind of like, hey, Merry Christmas and all that, it's very depressing.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, you know, the thing that sucked about the year uh, ending was the fact that, to particular people in my life like I wanted things to be good I and it just didn't why is everyone so fucking stupid just it just shit just didn't work out and I don't and like sometimes because that's the thing growing up I remember like when things like that would happen like when I would just have some sort of family drama it would always makes me think like am I the pro like what did I do Am I the problem? I have no idea. Because I'm a very introspective guy. I like to think about what I could have done wrong mm-hmm. in a situation. Because the fact of the matter is, I want to be cool with people.
1: Mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm.
0: Even um, the two particular people that won't be named, I want to be cool with them. I really do. Um, but it's just, I came to the conclusion, especially being around them for so long. You know, In fact, I had some a lot of... Uh, Not revelations, but like I've had a lot of um, what alcoholics call a moment of clarity, Mm -hmm. you know, um, where I kind of have that had that moment where I kind of real. I I looked at my relationships with them in retrospect and realized that they were fucking awful. They were pretty awful in a lot of cases. You know, I've had good moments with them. Of course, there's always going to be good with the bad. But when I look at it in retrospect and actually put it put the puzzle pieces in place and get the full picture. You kind of go, what the, f- why the fuck was I trying to, why didn't I distance myself from them sooner? Well, that's the hard thing
1: with, with family because, yeah, you know, you can have a contentious relationship with someone in your family and you want to love them. You want to say, i love this person i love that person yeah but yeah when you look back on on how you're treated a lot of times you don't you don't see that love back so Mm -hmm. you know and again this podcast is about creatives and people that want to live a creative lifestyle and we've talked about the fact of how you know people that are close to you when you decide that you want to go after your dream of being creative Will not back you up. They'll they'll yeah. actually rail against you in a lot of instances. So there's probably a lot of, of you out there that have had a similar experience and went through kind of similar things during the the uh, Christmas, New Year's, all that. But you know, and we've talked about this, and and I kind of disagreed a little bit, but uh, I heard a quote about uh, the the writer Ernest Hemingway. Mm. And uh, someone asked him, "How do you become a really good writer?" And he said, "Have a really screwed up childhood." <laughs> <laughs> so right. you know you you use you use the things that what you, what you want to do is you want to try and turn the bad mm-hmm. into something good. yeah you're, you're using something it's negative energy. But you use the energy to forward yourself, and as a matter of fact, that's why this podcast uh, and this episode is really about New Year, New You, and and the things that you need to do to step up your game. Actually, we're going to talk about some of the things that we're we're doing yep. to step up our game because really, when it when it comes down to it, it's not about other the other people who are not on your side right you know you you try and build relationships and friendships and alliances with people that see your vision and that's how you continue to grow as an artist and the people that you know are resistant to what you're trying to do with your life Mm -hmm. not their life your life right but they're resistant to that as much as it can hurt and and I actually said to you about this when we were talking about it I said it's you know any relationship is is like it's the same as if you have a romantic relationship with someone if time is going by and you're not being treated right, eventually you have to leave mm-hmm. you have yeah. to yeah otherwise your life becomes about the drama that this person or people might bring to your life instead of being focused on what you want your life to become exactly so it's best to just kind of cut ties as much as it yeah. can be a hard thing to do but fo that'll help you focus on your
0: dream yeah and yeah that's the thing cut it, Yeah, cutting ties with people can be very difficult especially if you have a a history with um like in in the case of uh one of the people I had, to, in fact, I just distanced myself completely from this person like, like a few days ago. Um, cause we were on the port. Cause, uh, this person, like, I don't know what the fuck is up with him, but like, we, we had this spat that happened like almost a year ago where he said a bunch of fucked up shit, you know, that was, it was very mis- misguided, uh, not even misguided, just, just very, um, not of reality, Kali. Sorry, that's the the uh, podcast dog or one of them. She's in the hallway. She wants her ball really bad. Too bad. She yeah, too bad. Kali, you can't have your ball. <laughs> you, come here. You want to be in the shot? Come here. Come on. Okay. Well, anyways, um, she's a diva. Yeah, she is a diva. She she she'll keep whining until she gets what she wants. Um, you know, and so he he said a lot of fucked up shit but then he would do this thing where he would pop out of nowhere and be like hey man how are you doing let's let's hang out like nothing happened and it's like and it's like oh, hold up like what the fuck is wrong with you dude well like, there's this
1: saying if things don't add up subtract start subtracting exactly and yeah back back to you know that you just that's where you got to do it you got to do sometimes you got to just Move on, let go of people and move on. They're they're that they are not there to cooperate with Mm -mm. you, they're they're there to drag you down, yeah. And that's the reality of it, as sad as it can be. But again, you can build up relationships with people that that are down with your vision of what you want to do, and they support you. You tell them, I want to be a painter, I want to be a writer, I'm gonna, you know, they're like, awesome. Because most people
0: like to see people trying yeah exactly and, you know yeah and the and there's the thing too it's like i think you hit it on the nail on the head it's like you cultivate relationships with people that want you to succeed mm-hmm. and it's like yeah that's what i want i don't want to cultivate relationships with people that drag me down in the case of those other people like i had to distance myself from in fact it got, even like with uh, my name change like the reason i changed my name was because i I think back on who I was when I was under my other name, Jordan Jennings. And I just think about a lot of depressing shit. Mm -hmm. So me changing my name to Ozzy and then like even just going to my workplace, having everybody call me Ozzy, it's like, it feels right. And then on top of that, it's just, I'm trying to move on from the bullshit. And like, I want to be known for something else and I don't want to dwell On that shit, I don't want that to define me. In fact, one of the things I want to do this year is uh, be sober, Mm. you know, or be more sober. Like, Mm. because I'm not, I'm not an alcoholic. I, but like, I definitely this year had a huge issue where I would just buy a lot of drinks, like during the weekends, and like go broke (laughs) because Mm. because I'm just buying all these drinks to, you know, and. you know, just to be drunk for the sake of it, and it's like I had to have I had this like come to Jesus moment where I'm like, why am I doing this?
1: Well, I would I've talked to a lot of people, and it's almost it's almost a meme. Yeah, like the fact that there were people that before every you know the C O I V I D you know yeah uh, before that happened, mm-hmm. you know they might. Not really drink, except it's like, oh hey, we're gonna go have some drinks over here, and okay, I'm going out tonight.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And but people found themselves just drinking a bottle of wine a night, or you know something, and just daily, just because it's been hard. Yeah, it's been it's, hard. it's been hard. Yeah, and as a matter of fact, if you listened to, because th- are we on number eight or nine? Nine, nine. This is okay. episode nine. So one through eight happened. At the really at the tail end of mm-hmm. 2021, and we covered if you were a listener, we covered some kind of tough issues yeah. around being lonely and what you know, depression and artists and stuff like that. And I think it reflected kind of how we were processing a lot of shit. that year, yeah. And especially coming to the end of the year, we were processing this stuff, and you know, we actually when we sat down and, and had a meeting about the direction we're going to be going in. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, let's, let's step away from kind of the negative. It's not negative. It's part right, right. it's part of, of the experience of being an artist, Yeah. but let's, let's, let's make it a positive thing. So sure. some of the episodes we're going to be doing, you know, has to do with mindset and, you know, what it, what it takes as far as having a positive outlook on things to keep you motivated and and inspired. And, you know, that's, that's where we're at. Yeah. Uh, You know, right now is, is uh, again, it's the new year Mm -hmm. and we've, uh, actually you're going to, there's
0: people out there right now that are going to get a chance to watch this uh, episode on YouTube. Yeah. I mean, we've been posting the podcast on YouTube. This is the first, uh, well, video podcast yeah the first well actually technically the second second okay but but um but yeah the technically this is the first time we're doing this on video mm-hmm.
1: properly and and right now it's just the one camera that we're using but we're gonna next week we're gonna actually do three camera setup so we're gonna we, we took a look at what we'd done we've took a look at you know um other create content creators and how they kind of do things make things look a certain way. Um so we're going to be doing multiple cameras. Another thing we're going to be doing coming up which I'm pretty excited about mm. cuz we've talked about it. I was like there are studios for rent by the hour for podcasting. Right. Yeah. And and we're we're it's something we're actually going to another podcast we're going to do is you know when is it time when 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 space is necessary you know, what do you have to do to get it? When is it time? Yeah. You know, I mean, we're doing this from our studio. living, living room studio, yeah, our studio, <laughs> quote unquote. but you know, it's, there's something important in leveling it when you level up your game, for example, stepping it up. Yeah. As, as a tattoo artist, um, or a filmmaker even, um, mm-hmm. I, and i was talking to someone cuz we have a new apprentice at the tattoo shop. Oh, okay. And i asked her, well, "Oh, what kind of machine are you using?" Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Oh, this type of machine and you know, it's kind of on the lower end." And i'm like, "Well, you know, to be a good artist, y- you know, you have to use the tool learn to use the tools at hand to pr- to produce the best work no matter what." Um, but you know, when you're first doing you know say tattooing you might end up with a two hundred dollar machine yeah or you might get at a camera mm-hmm. that after you put on like the black magic that we're recording on after you put all the bells and whistles on it it might maybe like seven thousand dollars yeah okay and it produces nine eighty five to ninety percent of what a fifty thousand dollar camera Will do. Yeah. But what happens is as you're on your journey and you're making money, you're supporting yourself and you're able to invest in yourself. Do you need the $50,000 camera? Not really. But when you are in a position where you can purchase that, it does something to your psyche. You know, you know, now, so there's, there's people that, so, so for example, within the tattoo world, there's people that are getting into the, the business of it and they're in their mind, they're like, if I could buy this thousand dollar machine Mm -hmm. instead of my $200 machine, I would do better tattoos, which is false. Yeah, it's not true. That's not how it works. No. Okay. So people sometimes will spend the money, but they haven't worked on their talents. Right. Okay. So it's just a waste of their money Mm -hmm. and it's not. But if you work on your talent, you put in your 10,000 hours, you're doing really good with what you have. Right. That's when you upgrade what you got. Mm -hmm. And with that upgrade, you feel. even more professional. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. it's like taking a director that uses, you know, is a new director and he's got a couple of short films that he's done. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he's got his camera, he, you know, his whole camera set up and everything. Maybe, maybe he's got a hundred grand in it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And he walks into a room and there's Steven Spielberg. <laughs> Who's gonna have the more uh who's going to have more presence who's going to be when everyone looks at this director and then it's Steven Spielberg who do they look at as the bigger you know director it's Steven he's put in the time he's put in the effort he has you know notches in his belt as far as movies that he's made he sat behind the most expensive equipment and so when he walks into the room he carries all that with him
0: yeah you know so but that's the thing even Steven Spielberg had to start somewhere. Yep, absolutely And and he didn't start off with like millions of dollars worth of equipment. No, no way No, um in fact, uh while you were mentioning um tattoo equipment and you know, Steven Spielberg Like it made me think of the effect of the effect Because um, we're doing a podcast we're using these microphones the road mics mm-hmm. the road pod mics really good microphones But they're like really cheap. They're like 99 bucks mm-hmm. pop like, and they're really good. I think uh, the audio for, you know, speaks for itself. It's plugged into the Zoom PodTrak P8. Sounds really good. Um, but, you know, what, what, it's almost like a meme. Like one of the the microphones you see a lot when, when you're watching uh, professionals, quote unquote. It, you'll either see like the Electro-Voice RD20 or whatever, or the, uh, the Shure SM7B. I actually have one of those. Yeah, And um, they're expensive, expensive microphones. And the thing is, like, when I got my Shure, it's like, yeah, it's a good microphone. Really good. It has good um, clarity and um, presence. To, it, it, it's really good. But did I need it? No, not really. Because yeah. this does pretty Because honestly, if you were to compare my voice on this versus the Shure, you wouldn't hear much of a difference, not really. And a lot of times afterward, you do a little bit of processing to the sound. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. So it doesn't really matter that much. It really the only reason people get stuff. Like, no, don't get twisted. The Shure is a really good microphone. If you need a really good microphone that has a lot of headroom, mm. sure, the Shure will definitely do that for you. And then uh, even like the Electro Voice uh, RD20 or whatever the hell it's called, um, I might have to correct myself in the post. R2D2 whatever it's called <laughs> but um but but yeah radio radio people have used it you know mm-hmm. so it, it's like they're really good microphones. it's an iconic for, microphone. they're iconic and it and it really the, if anything like when you get the, the The fact of the matter is, the higher the the amount of money you spend, does not make for a better product. Mm-mm. At the end of the day, I think that's the big misconception. It's even like uh, with um, the uh, drawing tablets. Mm-hmm. Like you got the uh, the the uh, I'm using the An, whatever the hell it is called, the Pro Cam, the Canvas, mm-hmm. the Canvas Pro, or whatever. That was like four hundred dollars, something like that. Um, but if you were to get a Cintiq, it's like a thousand. Or or yeah. or maybe even more, like, yeah, yeah, something like that. Wins. And really, the only reason you would get a Cintiq over a Hoyan is status. It just shows you you have done well enough that you can afford, yeah, that thing. Yeah, yeah. It does really well, and it'll last you a long time. But do you need it? Not yeah. really. Yeah, yeah. Well, and again, even that is like
1: if if you're proficient at what you do on something that is cheaper now, and this isn't always fair, but it is how it is. Okay. So if you're, if I'm proficient using something that's cheaper Mm -hmm. and producing a high quality product, yeah. Um, I might, you know, go bid on a job for something or talk to someone, a prospective client or whatever. And, they I'm presenting myself as someone at this level. And if the client knows about what you're doing, Mm -hmm. if it was to come to your studio or something and see that you're not using the more expensive thing, they might wonder why. Right. If anything, the reason
0: you would use really expensive shit is because you want to impress somebody. Yeah. And I mean, that's part, that is kind of part part of it. it. If, if I'm,
1: you know, if I'm, Trying to get a job, filming something for a big corporate client. Right. But they they know cameras and equipment. Yeah. And I show up with you know a Canon. Yeah. Or you know, and that's it or something, and they're like, "What? You know?" Right. But again, if your if you can show them that it doesn't matter based on what you've produced, sure you should be able to overcome that.
0: Yeah, results
1: should speak for itself. But 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 once you start growing in your field, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you do tend to upgrade stuff because again, you want to step it up. Well, yeah, and you want to project a certain yeah, thing. Yeah. If I'm a doctor, Standards. but 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 you know, you're going to see a doctor.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he's you, you know, the guy's going to be your surgeon, right? And all of a sudden before the surgery in walks the doctor and he's wearing like a black leather coat, <laughs> you know, and a bullet belt. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to totally take out your appendix and blah, blah, blah. You would kind of freak out. He's, he's wearing, he's got this ancient stethoscope in his pocket. You would, you would kind of question <laughs> what the heck's going on here. Cause what you want to see is A guy in a perfectly white coat,
0: yeah, hair combed, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. good demeanor, you yeah. know, um, in a brand new stethoscope, you know, yeah. you want to that's and so, dog, that's how doctors present themselves, it makes you feel sure comfortable. The doctor in the leather coat might be the best, like, house <laughs> from that show, house, he might be yeah. the best doctor there is, but he's so freaking weird, yeah. He, freaks people out (laughs) yeah so you know you want like for example when i tattoo perfect example if i'm tattooing an arm Mm -hmm. i'll have an armrest set up yeah okay i'll spray it down and then i'll put a piece one or two pieces of saran wrap around it now that's all i need okay same with uh the massage table I might lay them on. If they're getting their leg done, I'll spray down the that the bottom part of the massage table and cover it, cover it in saran wrap. That's really all you need. Right. But for both of these, I'll actually take Collie. Yeah, she's going off. Be quiet. Going in the room. But uh, let me just finish my thing. Um, if you know when 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 I do go to do the tattoo. I'll take the, the um, armrest and I'll actually cover it in white paper towels and then I'll tape them with blue tape. Mm -hmm. Looks very
0: medical. Yeah. Um, The
1: seat they're sitting on or the massage table, instead of just covering it with saran wrap, I'll actually, I actually have full um, size covers for the massage table yeah and then i'll tape that to the table with blue tape so it, when someone walks in everything looks super professional mm-hmm. and it puts them at they at peace of mind yeah it makes them feel like, like i know what i'm they're doing in good hands. yeah they're in good hands so you know along with stepping up your game um and upgrading things you know you want to keep in mind that what you're really doing is you're trying to project confidence. It makes you the artist yeah. feel more confident. It makes the people that want to buy your product or interact with you in some way, they feel comfortable. Cause they're like, I'm in the presence of someone who knows what they're doing. Yeah. And that's, that's what it's about. So, I mean like you guys out there, I'd love to hear what you do one or what you're dreaming of doing and what are your plans for this
0: year to level up? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It we is a love. new year. Yeah, and make and again, if you if you want to reach out to us at at, at any point, like we got Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we got a Facebook page. All that's in the link down below. Hit us up. Give us your feedback. We'd love to address some of your feedback
1: on a future episode. And that's actually one of the ways that Crooked Candle is Step. stepping it up. Yeah, is we've had. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yeah, we haven't really. But we didn't much. really engage with it that much, and so we did a couple things, which is important for uh, I'd say creatives. Mm-hmm. Like we have the Trello app, which yeah. helps you kind of schedule yeah. things. And but we actually upgraded to the professional
0: yeah, so version. Now, so now we got like a actual full calendar. Yeah, we have Look a full ahead.
1: calendar. We can. Yeah. And, it, and it's perfect. It's exactly what we need to keep us on schedule so that, you know, on on Wednesday, there's posts going up to, you know, the social media things. And then we're going to interact. If we get any comments back, blah, blah, blah. Right. So that's a big, big huge uh, step for us, because what we're doing is right now we're growing organically. Um, we actually talked about uh, doing ads Mm. You know, and it was funny. I was in the bathroom, you know, looking at my phone mm-hmm. and I think I was on like Facebook and I went to the news. And as I was scrolling, there was an ad for a podcast.
0: Oh, really? And I was like, huh. OK. Mental note. Well, that's yeah, that's why I said. Yeah, that's why I said uh, during our meeting. Yeah. Um, at the uh, at the beginning of the year, I was like, "We need to invest in ad space." Yeah, yeah. Because so that's important. the
1: thing too, though, is uh, you know, an, a, an upcoming episode is going to be, you know, when is it a good time to invest in yourself, even if it's not immediately going to pay dividends? You know, um, these are a lot of the questions that we're going to be
0: bringing up because. she's she's collie's collie's just in the the bathroom doorway just whining yeah holly
1: can you knock it off and promotions and advertising that's something we're going to be doing yeah um again i'm again i'm really looking forward to the renting a space to do a couple of these maybe we'll do that once a month or something (laughs) like that but um oh we're going to Start not not every episode is going to be like this, but we're going to find some guests.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We've been talking about that and uh, talk, you on know, the, on the uh off the podcast.
1: Yeah. We want to hear other people's stories, because in my experience as an artist, when whenever I've met artists or creative people. Yeah. People that are doing things outside of the box that the world and society wants to put you in. Yeah they always have an interesting story. Oh,
0: yeah. And, and that's
1: that's kind of the upside of the difficulty of, of living as a creative person. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not easy, you know, and because it's not easy and because you're dedicated to doing something that most people don't do, you're going to have the most interesting experiences. Some of them are going to be hard. Oh, sure. And I'm here to tell you there's there's been times as a creative where I just... You know i was ready to quit i was so depressed and just things weren't working out yeah high being 2020 those kind of experiences never stopped me from my dream of of living as an artist and you know you end up looking back with this great sense of appreciation of yourself in many times in many cases because you're like i made it through that yeah I mean, I feel like literally, and i d- I wouldn't want to do it, but if you took everything away from me, and actually, I had a friend um uh, Mark Rich from San Jose, and great comic artist. and I was living I was living in San Jose still this is years ago, okay, okay, um, so I'm living in San Jose still. And I mean, I'd been up to his studio where he would sit and listen to music and do comic books. I think he's in Kentucky now or Tennessee or something like that. Mm -hmm. But he ended up and he was older at the time. I think he was like in his mid 30s. And, you know, I was like 25, 26. And he ended up getting a scholarship to I can't remember the the art institute or some some art school in San Francisco. So he moved, and I didn't see him for a long time. And then one day I was downtown, and there's Mark Rich. <laughs> and I, hey Mark, what's up, man? And I asked him how he's doing. He's like, not so good. Uh, I'm like, what happened? What's going on? And he goes, the house I was in burned down. Oh. Every piece of art I've ever oh, created, my God, is gone. Oh my God. And it was. I I was just dumbfounded. I didn't know what to say. I gave him a hug and literally my When I walk when, when I walked off, you know, by myself, I actually kind of I didn't quite cry, but I was like uh, you know, I like I
2: have a question. Oh, <laughs> to god. <Why? laughs>
0: like that. Yeah, really does I mean, my I point.
1: yeah, I had that. It was so cuz I was like as a creative if everything that you had is gone yeah who are you because so much of what you create is tied up into your identity sure and so to take it all away that would be a blow but and that's what i'm saying if everything was taken from me i could start over yeah i am this person you know i could start it zero again Mm -hmm. you know i don't want to and i wouldn't want to but i could and i think anyone who's got a talent uh, and actually that's the thing like tattooing i think it's a beautiful thing just because literally you could as long as i have my equipment and some clothes Mm -hmm. you could take me and put me pretty much anywhere Mm -hmm. and i'd be fine i i would i would go i know i know exactly the things i would do to get clients, you know, approaching shops to work in, et cetera, et cetera. As long as I had that stuff, mm-hmm. I I I'm fine, you know. And most creatives kinda can do that because to make it, you have to learn how to hustle. You have to learn how to sell yourself. Yeah. You, you know, you have to learn how to show that you can provide value in some way, shape or form. As opposed to someone who's like I I I'm punctual you know and and uh, I'm, I'm nice guy and I have a degree and just as long as you cut me a check every two weeks I'm good mm-hmm. no you know that you to be a creative you have to take a lot of your life into your own hands and that's why you know as you're going along and you're upgrading and stepping up your game and investing in yourself You know, those are things that are incredibly important to any creative just because they are things that you have to do if you want to live like this, Mm -hmm. you know. And so, again, we've talked about the starving artist. Yeah. And it's like, well, you know, if you are putting in the time to do your art, but you're not doing anything else. Right. You can cry about how you're not making it, but there are options for you and steps to take. And if you're not taking them, you're not really going to go anywhere, Mm -hmm. you know? And, and again, it's, it's, and it it might even be hard because going from, most people don't go from, you know, being a kid growing up, you know, going to school and then boom, creative person. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: More often than not they have, they've had regular jobs, you know, and, so you go from a mindset of you just show up at work and do your work and everything else is taken care of for you. Insurance, you know, you get that paycheck every couple of weeks or once a week, whatever, and mm-hmm. everything's just there. You don't have any other responsibility outside of the job that you have to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. But when you're creative, you, if you want to be successful at whatever it is that you do that's creative you have to invest in yourself you have to spend time educating yourself always um updating the information that you have because creative fields always change Mm -hmm. so you have to you can't learn this and then go that's it i'm never gonna learn anymore because whatever you're doing, it's going to continue to advance Mm -hmm. and you have to advance with it. And then you got to figure out taxes. You got to figure out your, you know, LLC status or, you know, C corp or there's a lot to it. Yeah. There's a lot to it. And you know, there's, there's people that would rather all that stuff be taken care of, but you know, you got to work
0: yourself up to that. Yeah.
1: There, and there's a freedom in it. And it's funny, like the, the, the meme of, you know, uh, an entrepreneur will work 80 hours a week to avoid working a 40 hour a week job.
0: Yeah. And, yeah, and it's much. true
1: because they have, they're, they have th- they're in control, mm-hmm. you know, they're in control. I think a lot of, I think we've even talked about this is a lot of what I've cursed, you know, wanted to feel as just as I'm living my life is to have a a feeling of freedom. And I don't mean freedom like, Oh, I could just jump on a plane and go to Tahiti and do whatever I want. I don't mean like, like that. I'm talking about a sense of freedom in that I'm in control of of what I'm doing. I don't want to feel trapped, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I want to feel like the thing that I'm doing is in line with my purpose. And by doing that and living that way, it engenders a feeling of freedom within me, which is and peace of mind in a sense, Mm -hmm. you know, um, because I know I'm doing what I need to be doing as an artist. So, yeah, you guys out there, again, would love to hear what you guys think about
0: this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Feel free to um, again, like social media, all that stuff down below. uh, Hit us up. Send us a DM, whatever it is, um, tweet at us. You know, we'd love to get your get your takes on stuff. Also, we were
1: this is a one, if anyone's out there listening, you've gotten this far. Um, if you have
0: any ideas for topics for us, we'd love we'd yeah. Love yeah, yeah, them. yeah. Send, send us a, send us send us some suggestions uh, for things to talk about. Like yeah. um, whether whether it's based on something you've experienced or um, just you maybe something you've been curious about. Um, as far as like what, you know, getting a perspective on something that maybe you're curious about, like, you know, yeah, send, send that stuff our way. Yeah. Cause we've sat down and thought up a lot of really good
1: topics. Um, what was one of them? Let me think, um, imposter
0: syndrome, you know, staying motivated. Oh, don't, don't, oh, there, give, there's don't a give lot. Yeah. Don't give all of them. Away. <laughs> we got to save that for the future. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it's gonna be some good stuff coming up and I'm I'm really, really looking forward to it. You know, um we've had all this equipment and bought more equipment and yep. you know, more than anything, I wanna, you know, grow this channel and, and be successful at it. And uh it's, it's it's a very I have a very deep motivation for this. Mm-hmm. me
0: too to, to work. yeah I, I want this to work as well like uh you know anything to keep me from working in, in a dish pit <laughs> yeah so yep um actually uh before we end this podcast there was actually a topic you put on the trello mm. which is it's actually something that happened uh what was it 2020 2021 it was or 2020
1: it was either the end of 2020 or the beginning of 2021 i know it snowed right yeah it snowed and i can't remember if we were into because i know we
0: it snowed and then it was a couple months later we moved yeah so uh to get into the story so this is the hobo christmas tree story (laughs) <laughs> I call it that for a specific reason. In fact, I'm gonna make sure to get the uh, footage off my phone, which I'm gonna be I'm gonna be playing the audio from it, um, so it can go straight to the pod track. But um, so yeah, to give you some background, we used to live at the dollhouse in the university district. Very shithole. Yes, it at, was a very. It, it was not great. It was a very shitty place to live.
1: Yeah, it was right on the Ave between 42nd and 43rd pink and purple building if yeah. you're ever over there you'll immediately see it yeah
0: it's it's uh it's, you know it's got this history as being like one of the places where uh where uh, jimi hendrix played uh, on the roof of it or something like that mm, or, mm. and then uh didn't like kurt cobain go there at one point
1: yeah but probably kurt and lane staley yeah uh, something like they,
0: that because <laughs> it was a notorious heroin spot yeah you so know, so have- yeah and, and, and like i remember when we first when i when i first moved there they just moved out the last heroin yeah deal, dealer yeah wasn't there a dude still there at, when we moved in me and um, my brother where uh there's that one guy who apparently like raped people oh,
1: oh that one guy yeah but he wasn't he was just
0: a weird guy he was a weird
1: guy he um yeah but no that's like your your unit which i ended up me, moving into with you unit l um yeah there's actually like brackets on the mm-hmm. door so they could put like a two by four so the cops couldn't kick the door in yeah and yeah i mean it gives them an extra couple seconds to flush their stuff yeah you know but yeah dude
0: i remember um my when, uh, when we moved there there was still thing you were still like uh living there for free well free you were working there as like one of the maintenance guys mm-hmm. To mm-hmm. to earn your keep mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. and like there was like one room, like one of the dudes left, and it was like this horrible fucking room. Mm. There was that shit. There was that big ass fucking oh, bed thing, and then oh, the, yeah. there was the toilet filled with shit. Yeah, it was, it, it was just spit on the walls or loogies very... on the wall or something like that. It was so gross. we lived there. Yeah, we lived there, and um. So here,
1: wait. let me let me set up the little scene because okay. So first of all. It's one of those apartments where the bottom floor, there's a door in the middle, and to the right was the subway sandwich place. Yeah. And to the left was, what, a Thai? It was like a Thai restaurant place, okay? Yeah. But there's a like door that. in the middle, mm-hmm. purple door. Yep. And you'd walk through that door, and you'd come go upstairs to the f- first floor. Yeah, And then there was another set of stairs that took you to the next floor. Yeah. So, but to get out, you could either go to the back of the apartment building and go down a back set of stairs. Yeah. Or you go to the front door and what, you know, the door's locked and you walk down and you open the door and right in front of you is the sidewalk.
0: Yeah. And
1: And um, then beyond the sidewalk is this kind of, there was like a tree and then a curb. Yep. yeah yeah yeah.
0: and they have little trees go down the street but yeah that's literally where i was sleeping where i had my bed uh there was the windows looking out to the street so literally right below me was the entrance to the apartments yeah so so yeah it's just so you get a visual of what we're talking about that's what I'm talking about and, was, and um it, that place um at one point it was notorious for like having a there was like a in fact there was a bar right next to us yeah, yeah. so and there was a before um would be fights on Wednesday nights because it was yeah it was ladies' night yeah yeah before yeah <laughs> this, this was all before um the pandemic happened um yeah we we went we moved there where I moved there with my brother. And yeah, there, it would be really hopping at night, and it would just be so annoying. Uh, but of course, you also had the hobos, mm-hmm. the hobo situation, the the heroin addicts, the crack addicts. You know, guy walking by, sm- smashing the windows out of a business. Dude, bed. I remember that was one of my first experiences. Like fucking, I was going to sleep, and just some random fucking crackhead with a hammer, just. I mean,
2: she was yeah, just it was smashing like, it with like a hammer. The, the, Indian, like, restaurant. Yeah, the re- Indian restaurant. Yeah, the Indian
0: restaurant. Yeah, just smash. And I remember the cops pulled up, like with laser sights and shit. Like, get on the ground. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. holy <laughs> shit! Like, what the fuck, man? So that's where we're living. Yeah, and it was right
1: before it snowed. I remember we had a couple of days of rain, but they were telling
0: us it's gonna snow. Yeah. So yeah, this was around winter time. Uh, I don't know if it was December or January. I don't remember actually. When did I take this I could uh, actually look at the details of okay, so I started shooting actually I started shooting this uh, footage around um, February. so oh, maybe so this
1: February. Yeah.
0: Actually, I think um, January is when it snowed, if yeah. I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. And then after that, I started taking uh, so so to give you an idea of what's going on, um, eventually around I want to say either December or January, this hobo parked his ass right outside our door and just so you know again just to kind of he wasn't he
1: wasn't blocking the sidewalk
0: he wasn't blocking the sidewalk he wasn't blocking our door he was outside our door yeah and he would have these freakouts.
1: yeah
0: and i would hear it i would hear all of it yeah he he actually sat
1: down by the tree Mm mm-hmm Seemed like maybe a week before it snowed.
0: Yeah, and he he, and he slept move. in the snow, and then it starts snowing. Yeah, and the funny, well, funny part it, it it's not really funny. Um, the the thing about it that was crazy to me was when it started snowing, he just had a tarp, and he just slept in the snow. Yeah, he just slept. In he slept the snow. in the snow, and in fact, um, he was out there for so long that. I called the cops. I think you a called lot, the cops. Yeah, we called nine one one. Yeah, a we, lot of people and we were, called nine one one. And this was the upsetting thing to me was like we were calling the authorities, being like, "Listen, there's this dude loitering outside our place. He's blocking. He's like, well, not blocking the door, but he's like right outside the door. You know, it doesn't make me feel comfortable to go out there. But also, I, this guy seems like he needs help. Yeah, he's sleeping he, in the snow. He definitely needed help. He definitely needed help. Guess what fucking happened? Cops came by, asked him." hey man you okay yeah i'm fine leaves yeah every time the like this is the thing that pisses me off about situations like that it's like clearly this dude's not okay he's sleeping in the snow and that should be grounds enough for the the police or whoever comes by to go like no dude you're not okay let's take you somewhere else yeah but they don't do it yeah and 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 that was the thing that was airtime. In fact, I remember there was one point where I was borderline, almost screaming at the operator because I'm like, this guy is talking about how the CIA is ripping the skin off his feet. Yeah, and he's screaming and shouting and letting it all outing. Yeah, he's And screaming. yet you guys are constantly coming by not doing a damn thing about it. Yeah, and I was upset because I'm having to hear this shit, and you guys aren't doing anything. Well, sorry, sir, but there's not much we can do. And it's like what the fuck good are you guys? Like, you can't even handle a simple situation. And I get it, you know, for, you know, freedom and, you know, personal freedoms and, yeah. you know. We live in a very pro- progressive, yeah, quote city. Unquote, progressive city. Yeah, quote-unquote progressive city. You know, and I get it, but it's just, there has to be, there's nuances that need to be yeah. taken into account.
1: there's always, there's always downs. Normally with anything like that, there's, you take a stance one way or another, there's always going to be a, a kind of a downside yeah. somewhere. But yeah, you're going to play it.
0: So anyways, it was around this point, I started getting fucking frustrated. So and then um, I just decided to start recording him. And uh, I'm actually going to be putting the footage of this overlaid onto the the footage of the the camera. So you guys can see it. But um, for those who are listening to the audio, I'm just going to be playing the audio. And uh, yeah, so this is the first recording of it. Uh, and it's in chronological order. So here's the first one. How long are these? Uh, not that long. This is the shit I deal with every fucking day.
2: It really goddamn hurts Somebody is stabbing me in the top of my motherfucking feet. It really goddamn hurts. I you really can tell, these people are stabbing me with syringes on the top of my feet. To stop goddamn doing my foot feels like it did. It really Look goddamn hurt. Look at this shit. Hurts. <laughs> I <went> for
1: <laughs> and this and was before it snowed yeah. no so this was this after after this, after. this okay. was after okay
0: fucking unreal <laughs> <laughs> actually that was when i was walking to uh the sports bar down later oh, oh drake yeah or, th- or no not um uh, paul's or something i don't jeff's. know what it was called jeff's <laughs> bar know. or something like that it was it was a sports bar yeah, yeah uh it was actually near the pink gorilla down there yeah 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 so yeah. So I was like literally walking down that way. I I don't know if you were there and I was just walking over to get a drink with you. But or I think I was going there on my own because I was like, fuck this. I don't want to listen to this guy talking. But you heard that, right? He was talking about people stabbing syringes in his feet. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is this guy going on about? But then it got crazier because he started talking about the CIA ripping the skin off his feet or something like that. Here, So here's the second. Uh, this is a minute and 40 seconds. And I just tried to have a conversation with him or something like that to to kind of egg him on to say some shit. Yeah, Because he's, he's screaming out this weird-ass shit. So let's play the next one. You said someone's torturing you? Yes, they
2: are torturing me. They are hurting my feet extremely bad. Really? It feels like they're grabbing the skin off my feet and tearing it off my feet.
0: And you said you need help, is that I what you said? I need to
2: find out why they're tearing the skin off my feet and why they're torturing me, making me feel like somebody is ripping the bottoms of my feet off. Well,
0: that's unfortunate.
2: And I, it's not legal in this country to do this
0: to No, person. it's not. It's not I, legal.
2: I know you're getting angry. I am very tired of all day. People have been trying to tear the bottoms of my feet off all fucking day. Really? And I do not know why my feet feel like people are trying to tear the bottoms of my feet off. And I'm getting very angry. It doesn't matter where I go, but this is the safest spot I can pee right now. I am sorry. But my great-grand- my- my- my great-grandmother, her grandfather, these these windows were part of his ship, his captain's log ship, and he brought the ship from <laughs> Australia. He was the king of Australia.
1: I have not seen this. I can't, I'm can't. i glad you got that because I have not
2: seen uh, this,
1: No, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. So that was how our 2021
2: began. Started.
0: Yeah, that's how it started. <laughs> we were dealing with this shit, and you could see in the footage on the YouTube video, that he's like got he's wrapped up in this tarp it, it like like wrapped around this tree that's why i call him the hobo christmas tree yeah yeah cuz yeah, it yeah, just yeah, it yeah. looks it's so sad yeah
1: and he went through varying stages of what i call the human explosion
0: yeah yeah where they
1: have things or they get food or people help them and it just kind of starts spreading out around them
0: yeah and just this mess it was disgusting oh yeah it was really bad It was so disgusting should i play the rest of it
1: no 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 that's that but let's let's do the the car crash sound again for 2021 2021 was a fucking car crash yeah but it's over yeah and even if it was a hard year or two years as it is you know we're looking up we're looking forward we're making changes and we're leveling up yeah join us on the journey Mm -hmm. uh we're
0: gonna have a lot more cool content for you guys and I'm really looking forward to it. I'm pumped. Uh, me too. I'm, I'm pumped to see how 2022 goes. It I, I want it to be a better year. Yeah. For sure. just, well, we're going to take it into our hands. Yeah, exactly. We're going to make it a better year. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Exactly. Period. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it for Crook and Candle episode nine. I hope you had a good time. And uh, yeah, like I said, uh, if you have any questions, suggestions for topics, anything like that, DM us on our social medias. Uh, All that stuff will be down below. You can find our podcast on any distribution that we basically have it on. And all the links to all that stuff will be in the description of every podcast down below. It's the bio.link slash Crook and Candle podcast. Yeah.
1: Oh, there's one last thing. We're probably going to start dropping. This is actually dropping Monday. But we're going to probably start dropping uh our podcast on tuesdays because since we're going to be shooting with more cameras and doing a video
0: podcast yeah it's gonna, it's gonna, gonna take a little bit it's gonna make it's gonna make the production take a little, so, little longer so yeah we're gonna you can move start- it forward to tuesdays yeah but this podcast will be coming out on monday
1: and with that we are out of here you guys have a great day or night whatever
0: love yeah. you yeah take it easy see you guys peace